Okay, so the second the bottom line line is love on the base. Yehuda Mayu discussing the ability for that Yehuda made a public kiddushim shemayim. What exactly was the story with Yehuda? Was Mayu the son of Meir Imach Shomdu Yisrael Ayam when Klaus was stood by the Yamsof? The Shvatim and Natsim Zemze. The Shvatim were arguing with each other. Now the first version is something which we're not familiar with. The second version, as we'll see, is the one that we're more accustomed to hearing. They were arguing, said, each one was saying, I want to go first. The Zayimah I want to go first. Here they were arguing, who should get to be the first one to jump into the Amsaf? Kofat, Shifto Yishobin So the Yaman just went and just jumped in. We are the Amtchila, and they went into the Amtchila Shinamar. Shabin Yaman, Sir Raidin. Take a Raidin, I'll read the Yam. They went into the Yam. Which is interesting that the Sir Yudu were, uh, sounds like they were upset at them. They upset at them. And it sounds like they wanted to have the, they wanted to have the schust. And the figure of Binyamin, the fact that Binyamin went and did so, Nasa Shpizn Lagvura, he became the host for the Shechina, by the Besamigdash, Shanamar, Mekseif of Shachin, which is the portion of Binyamin. For the schust of him jumping in without any without any hesitation, he jumped in first. I said, no, 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 you got the whole story wrong. He was saying, I don't want to go first. I don't want to go in the Yam. Everyone was scared, they were worried. What's going to happen? And Nachshmanodav went. I said, Akash Baruch said to go, I'm going. And he jumped in. And he jumped in. The mirror of Yisrael Yisrael Yehuda Oid Reid Am L. Right. This is a, so Ephraim was all, all worried, but Yehuda, which is the Nachash uh, was from the chair of Yehuda, went in and jumped in without any hesitation. And he said, save me, because the water is coming out Nafesh. Tavati I'm going to drown here. Don't let the uh, don't let me judge in the in the in this water. And he was concerned, and it was who knows what was going to happen to him. So based on Shai, Moshe Ma'apatvil, Moshe started davening. I'm like Kadosh Baruch Hu, the Yam, my my beloved one is drowning in the Yam. You, I'm Nachshon is drowning. Ma'at Ma'apatvil, and you lunching in Tvila. The fun, Emily, the fun of the British Shalom. My big loss. What should I do? It seems like Tvila is the only option. I can't do anything else. What else should I be doing now? I'm going to let you know. You know what? It's going to cause the Amsha to split. Klaiso going into the Amsha, that's going to cause it to split. So take the rest of Klaiso, follow in, and that's going to cause it. That's exactly what happened. Raise the matter, stretch out your hand. Because of Yehuda taking the leadership and jumping in first with Nachshin, they became the rulers of Israel. Matam, why is who the so much? So why is who the the Kaddish one and the ruler? Mishum Nayam Ravionis because the Yam was sawm and split and ran, which is the story of Nachshon going in first. So this is the Kiddush Hashem that Yehuda did by Nachshon going jumping into the Yamsuf, and therefore he had the tremendous Kiddush Hashem which came out as a result, not hesitating to jump into the Yam. Okay, now we're going to go back to the positioning that we spoke about earlier about Hagrizm and Harevel. 
And Levi was a little questionable. Levi, one Pasuk seems to say he was on top of the mountain with the other Shvatim. And the other Pasuk seems to say he was by down, down in the middle with the Mishkan. I'm sorry, with the, with the Arin in the middle. So what exactly was Levi? Was he on top? Was he on bottom? Which one was he? The says the three of Machlech is exactly where Levi was positioned. Tanya. You can't say Levi was on bottom with the Arain. The Pasuk is clearly Levi was one of the Shvatim that were on top with the other Shvatim. You can't say he was just on top. So Levi was down there with the with the Arain. So which one was it? So the elders of the Levi, the Kunim and Levi, they were talking Lamata. So the rest of the Sheva was on top. It was only the Zikanim, the elders, that were on bottom. It's one shot. The ones who were fitting to serve, and the ones who were fitting to serve and carrying the Aaron and being with, with the, in the base of Middash, which was 30 to 50, they were the ones who were down below. The rest of the Shevet who were above and below that age, they were the ones that were on top. So it's the second shot. Rabbi Amir, a whole different understanding of the entire structure of the way the, the Shvatim were by Hagrizim and Harevel. Everyone talked was on bottom, which is not the way the Pashup Shah and the Pasuk sound. It sounds like there was Shvatim there on top. What happened? And when the, the Pasuk says they were saying they uh, they turned towards Hagrizim from the bottom. Turned towards Hagrizim. Or Pasuk Bracha. So the says, okay, so what's my Al? Al says, Pasuk is clearly on top of the mountain. Al means on the mountain. Kamar says, no, Al doesn't always have to mean on top. Al can also mean besamach, next to. And we'll find a few places where the, al, the word Al actually means it's next to, not on top of. And therefore, the entire Klaus was actually on bottom. Six on one side, six on the other side. No one was on, no one was on top of the mountain. And they were all below looking upwards. And we're going to find places where it says, Kedesani v'nasata amorechas levoino. Zaka, they put onto the Merechas, this, this Levina was not onto the actual Merechas, was next to it, and they, you see, Al can be next to. Another, another right, Rabbi Eimer, Al Basamach, Atta Eimer, Al Basamach, does Al mean next to? Ayin Elo, Al Mamish, does mean on top of Kishu Eimer. Sakres El Aaron, this is referring to the Perechas. Perechas was next to the Aaron. It was on top of the Aaron. Ava Eimer, Al Basamach, is he clear that Sakres says Al, the, the Perechas was covering it was not covering on top of the iron, it was covering next to the iron, the purpose was in front of the iron, and you see clearly Al means next to, not necessarily to be on top of. So, so too over here, according to the, this pshat of Rebbe, the Al, by the referencing of the Yishvatim, was next to the mountain, on top of the mountain, and therefore none of the Levim were on top, or on bottom. So we have really three different pshatim, exactly how it was structured. And according to Rebbe, the entire structure was different, there's no one on top. According to the first two pshatim, the Yishvatim was split, uh, six and six, Part of Levi was a bottom, either the part of Levi, which was the ones, um, the, rest, the rest of the Shevet, either the ones that were the Zakanim or the ones who were the Shares, according to either the Tupshatim, Velazar Yaakov, or Yeshia. Okay, now the, the Mokmara continues with the the Brachas and Klaus that were given on top of Hagrizim and Harevo. Hafu Panem Klape Hagrizim, Apostle of Bracha, they turned towards Hagrizim. Started with the brachas. The verse is very fascinating. Tanra Banan, Baruch Bachlal Baruch Parpat. There was actually two types of brachas. There was a brach, which was an overall bracha that we give Baruch, the ones who kept the Torah, 
and then it said Baruch Prat, each specific one. There was actually eleven different um, brachas that were that were mentioned in that and Hagrizim. And we'll see actually there's a machikis. If it was just those eleven that were mentioned, that's just examples, but all the Torah was mentioned. So we'll see get we'll see that in a moment. But either which way, Baruch was said Bakhlal and Baruch Prat first, so it was a Kholiest Bracha, and then a more specific Bracha. Same thing, Ur Bakhlal, Bar Bafrat. There was an Arash Lal Yakum, a Ara for those who don't keep Torah, which is the more general, and then Ara for each one of the eleven Aras that were mentioned. There's Aurah. Then the Pasuk says, sort of four different concepts of each mitzvah. To learn, to teach, to guard, and to do. So four different aspects of each mitzvah. Harei, Arba. That comes to four. Four components of every mitzvah. Arba, Arba, So you have four components of each mitzvah. And then, Bracha and Klala, Biklal and Maprat is each is another right times four because you have bracha biklal and bracha maprat so that's four times two is eight and then klala biklal maprat is another times two so you have sixteen times sixteen aspects for each mitzvah there are sixteen um, components to it of bracha and klala which are mentioned uh, like like a bris for those who keep and those who don't keep it the four and then the bracha and the and the klala and then b'chayim the same thing was repeated in Sinai, that it was 16 aspects to each mitzvah. And then Avis also, the Torah was given a third time. Referring back to the original bris that was Gizman and Avis. Therefore, the bris was repeated on Harsinai and on Avis Moyev. Comes in as a memchas bris, I'll call mitzvah mitzvah. We have 48 bris on each mitzvah, right? You have 16 times. Three is forty-eight. Right, uh, sixteen on Hargizim Harevel, sixteen on Sinai, sixteen on Avos Mayev is forty-eight. Okay, so just pretty fascinating. Each mitzvah has forty-eight pieces attached to it. Rav Shimon says no. He disagrees where the where it was. Meitzi Hargizim Harevel. He says no. Hargizim Harevel were not a were not a a a bris for every mitzvah. There's only eleven things mentioned over there, and he learns only those eleven were 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 said on Hargizim Harevel. So if we take it out, the, it's true, on Hasinai and on Aves Mayev, the entire Torah was said, but not in Avgiz Maharevel. If we remove that from the calculation, and put an oil Mayed in the Midbar, that's where the third repetition of the Torah was. And if he also gives it was 48, but the third one, he disagrees where it was. It was not Avgiz Maharevel, but it was oil Mayed. And the Gemara says this is a Machlekes, which is not just the found over here. We put down in Tanoi, the son of Yishmael Leimar, According to Vishmal, the Klalis, the, the, the overall concepts, was set on Asinai, but when it was broken down to specifics, each detail of every mitzvah, that was done on the Ayol Mayid. So that means the Ayol Mayid, according to the first chat, was not a complete aspect of the entire Torah. It was just a, a explanation of what was said on Asinai. And Vikiva disagrees. Klalis, Upratis, Nemra, Bissinai. There was the entire Torah given Biklal and Biprat and Asinai and Nishnu Mayid. And it was repeated the entire thing in the Mayid and Nishtal Shu and the third time in Aris Mayid. This is exactly the same Achaikis. Was the time of Sedan Mayid, was that a complete the, the entire Torah? Or is that just a explanation of what Sedan Asinai? And that's back to the Achaikis we had earlier. Right? Rav Shimon says, take an Hagrizim and put in Ayo Mayid because he holds there was a complete. Going through the entire Torah, all the mitzvahs on Oyel Mayid, it was not just the explanation of what was said in Hasinai, 
And the Tanakam obviously disagrees and says, no, that Oyal Moi was not in another time, that was really just a explanation of Hasinai, and the third time was Hagriz and Harigo. Okay, fine. So back to now our calculations. We have 48 bristles for every mitzvah. They in the Chal Kolda Dvar Mitzvah. So it comes out, they have every mitzvah in the Torah was 48 priests. Much more than that. Five hundred and fifty. That's the amount of Yidden that were in Klai Yisrael at that time, and every one of them accepted a arvus, a responsibility for each other. Right? That was part of the arvus that was accepted. So therefore, it comes out that when you're accepting it, you have really forty-eight brisos plus the bris of arvus, the requirement of arvus to take responsibility for each other. So it comes out you have forty-eight times six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty. Amr Revi, the Rishimim Yehuda is Kfarakos. Amr Rishimim Rishimim Enoch Mitzvah Mitzvah Shabbatayra. Shnikos Olav Arba Veshmoyin and Brisleis. Shal Sheish Meis Elaf Veshleish Alaf Vechamish Meis Vechamishim. Nimsel Chalach Aviachem Yisrael Sheish Meis Elaf Veshleish Alafim Vechamish Meis Vechamishim. He says, take it one step further. He says that each person has the forty-eight times six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty times another six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty. Where does he get that from? Arva 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 the Arva Ikabinayu. In other words, each person is responsible to take um, responsibility for each other. According to the second opinion, Shimon Yehuda Shaku, he says every person also takes responsibility for each person's responsibility. That means I I'm responsible for you, and I'm also responsible for your responsibility for him. So it comes out that you have six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty squared. Whatever that number is, times forty-eight, right? So that's the amount of brisas that are tied to every mitzvah. Quite, uh, quite fascinating. Whatever number that, probably gets a pretty high number. So the question is: Is every person taking responsibility for everyone else's responsibility as well? Okay. is a very interesting approach to the entire Hargis and Harevel. He disagrees with everything we're saying till now, and he says Kol Aparsha Kula Lenemu El Benayif and Efes. The entire parasha, the eleven klalis and, and brachis that was said regarding the 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 on the mountain Hagrizim, we're not referring to the actual sins that were mentioned. They're actually all referring to people who were involved in adultery. Now the Gemara just mentioned one example and says, "What are you talking about?" The pasuk says, "Curse the man who does the avodah So he says that's really referring to gilarayis adultery. How is that? He said, they can't be talking about the simple understanding of the person who went and served the Vodazara. All he gets is horror. He gets cursed. The person is Chayav Misa. The person was much more than just gets cursed. He just went to serve the Vodazara. Gemara says, you're right. You know what? It's referring to a story where a person went and was committed an immoral act. Baal Erva. Ben. That son went off the Derek, went to Vodazara. And other ones could have him. A ruin of the So the parents were responsible because they were involved in adultery, they were involved in, in terrible things. And the child as a result was a born out of this situation. And that child went to Bodhazara. So each one of the cases were actually related to 
of something the parents did and well, something some of that actually more related to Arias itself, but the the this example is a situation where the parents did something and caused them to do to Avodazara. But it's not actually referring to Avodazara, and therefore the actual klala is referring to the parents who were involved in adultery. And each one of these eleven um klalas are really connected to adultery and not actually what it says kapshute, simple understanding of the thing. So this is a third shot really because we have really three understanding now of what took place in Hargizim Areva. One shot, the whole Torah was really said. Second shot, there was these 11 clones were said. And third shot, we're saying now is that really it's all referring to connection to Arias and these are just the ways of connection right, through the parents doing something wrong and that brought to Avodah for the child. So then the Pasuk, the Torah says, the Brachos and Agrizim, Klaus and Areva. The Torah says that seems to be repetitious. In the Lamed, should they brach ala grizim and klal ha'eva? Which is telling you simply what the Pasuk sounds like, brach as an agrizim and a klal ha'eva. I already said already. And kriyan emer, el yamdu levarach asam ala grizim. Those who stood to bless the am were agrizim. Viksiv, el yamdu la klal ha'eva. So that's clearly where they were, the brach and the klal. So why is the Torah repeating again? V'nasatas a brach ala grizim and a brach ala ha'eva. El lahakdim brach ala klal. This Pasuk is telling you the order. That the brachas went before the kala. So it says, V'nasatas ha-bracha. First mentions the bracha and ha-grizim, and the kala and ha-evo. So tell you that goes first. That's really the point of this pasuk, to tell you that goes first. Yalcha yakala brachas kardmez kalas. You might think all the brachas went straight. All 11 brachas, then all 11 kalas, and not one, 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 one. Tamil Lehman, no. Bracha v'klala. Bracha achas lemas the kalas. First with one bracha, then one kalala. So it was bracha, klala, bracha, klala, bracha, klala, but the bracha went first. There's no bracha which comes, um, and, and the, the bracha is all before the klalas. Ulakish bracha la klala, to also compare the bracha to the klala was also being mentioned. In what way? Loimalacha. Ma klalas bala levim, check the klalas with number levim, af bracha levim, also the bracha with number levim. Ma klala bala koram was then allowed, like the Pasuk says, af bracha bala koram, so the bracha also bala koram was then allowed. We had it mentioned earlier. It was that the klal and also the details of it. They also amen to it. They responded to it. Each one responded. So amen to the brachas. So the Torah compares the two to say that all the details were the same in the brachas and klalis, and each one was said in the same fashion, the same structure. As each other. Okay, we're going to continue the mission next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.